Bros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart cause they're not gay. Two bros, two bros, five feet apart cause they're two bros, two bros. Welcome to We Rate Queer Bait, the show where we explore the blurry line between homie and homo. I'm one of your hosts, Sky. My pronouns are he, she. I am your resident uh, girl boss appreciator. My name's Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Emery, back on my meds and feeling adequate. My pronouns are they, she, he. Let's fucking go. <laughs> That's always good. It's always good to be back on your meds. Yeah, I was off for like a full fucking week because my psychiatrist never sent in the refill. But she did. What the fuck? And now I have meds. I play this game where I I work at an animal hospital, Mm -hmm. and we have a strict rule that uh, our med-like call-in sheet cannot be like, the forms there cannot be long- there for longer than a day, mm-hmm. unless for some reason, like, a pharmacy was closed and we physically can't call it in. Mm-hmm. So when I hear places are like, yeah, they didn't call it in for, like, a week, I'm just like, how? How'd you do that? How'd you do that? How'd you not immediately be like, can I get this filled, like, now? And it's fucking deranged because, uh, because she sent in my, my other prescription, the new meds I was getting, but then just didn't refill my current meds. So that's fun. We love that. Yeah, you see, it just, we, like, we have put them on loud, annoying orange sheets and set them right next to our computer. Uh, near the pharmacy so that we see them all the time and we're like we need to get this shit filled now and so i just hear about places that don't do that and i'm just like why does it not bother you to have like scripts unfilled just sitting around yeah yeah maybe maybe they should just like you know put the reminders somewhere hyper visible because listen i get it i have adhd i cannot be thinking about a thing unless i am staring directly at, at it that's yeah, why, that's why our, our script sheets are a loud, annoying orange, and they're right next to the computer of which we work off of all the time, and uh, we see them near constantly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's, you know, sometimes it's so bad, it makes me wish I could do a heist on the pharmacy. Yeah, sometimes I'm... <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, damn, as an ADHD haver, as a controlled substance enjoyer, um... I it, sometimes it would be really, really beneficial to me to just gather all of my girl boss friends together and do a big heist on the Met Gala and uh, take home a bunch of money. Yeah, for the money, for the pharmacy. Yeah, to to take to the pharmacy to get my to get my controlled substances. Yeah, you half a million dollars for my controlled substances, please. <laughs> Going, going up to the CVS, like, hello, do you accept diamonds as payment? Mm. I'm looking for some Prozac. <laughs> Would you take this beautiful diamond as payment? That's right. That's exactly right. I'm going up to the pharmacy. I'm, like, sliding it across the counter, and I'm just like, hey, hey, how, how, how much... Um, how much Adderall do you have? I, and they're yeah. like, like, how much? Is that a fucking diamond? Yeah, and they're like, is that a diamond? Do you have a prescription? And <laughs> do I'm you like, have money? I have this... A- answer to the first question is yes. Here is a it big is a necklace. Answer to the second is also yes. Here is a big necklace. Will you give me my 90-day Six supply of Lamotrigine? Mm. 
it is six pounds to be exact. A six pound necklace. Would you give me my 90 day prescription? <laughs> hey, y'all. Hello. We watched Ocean's 8. We, we sure did. We watched Ocean's 8. And I, I also... Um, I really, I did, I was also off my Adderall this week, so oh, good. speaking of being back on our meds, speaking of the American healthcare system, which is uh, running fantastically, if anyone's wondering, it's, uh, there are no flaws, no complaints. The girls, um, the girls sure got their meds in this one. Yeah. Oh, they got nothing but their meds. They were, <laughs> they were all feeling good. Yeah. Um, so this special, special episode... I was very excited to do this because I feel like I don't I I feel like we haven't done enough like ladies on this show except yeah. for our beautiful beautiful um cat girl adventure. Mm-hmm. Um and so I figured it was time. I always 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 forget when I watch this movie how um they dressed Kate Blanchett in this movie. <laughs> oh, were you feeling feelings? Uh-huh. Well, I knew I was going to be because it's just, it's a good movie. It's definitely a female gaze movie. Um, but like it's, it's on, and that's why we bring it on the show because it's like, is it the female gaze or is it the female gaze? Exactly. Gaze? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say this is a movie about, I talked on our, um, on our uh, the prestige episode, that magic is inherently homoerotic and gay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just inherently, everyone who does it, disgusting. Don't like them. Mm-hmm. But the act of it, gay. Gay. Uh, heists are also one of those things that are inherently homoerotic. You're gonna gather a team of individuals who are very skilled at one thing, and you're all gonna cooperate to uh, pull off a greatest thing. What are you gonna kiss? Come on. Yeah. It's crazy. Listen, getting a hacker on your team, like, that's not something that straights do. That's not straight behavior. Hacker? I hardly know her. Or do I? (laughs) That's why Digimon is so gay, because there's usually a hacker character. Mm-hmm. Inherently, Digimon is all about hacking, since you're using uh, Digimon, which are digital monsters. Yeah. And you're going into the web. Remember the. It's why Atmon is so gay. Remember the Matrix? That movie is confirmed gay and trans, and there's hacker in it. Yeah. So. And that movie is basically cha- just about the heist of like our lives. Yeah, it's about mm. it's about the From heist the of mm. escaping, you know, neoliberal capitalism, and fighting I robots. I know. I know, and it's mm-hmm. so gay. It's yeah. super gay. So what I'm trying to say is distill here is that any movie that includes a heist um no matter how straight you try to tell me it is is inherently gay yeah yeah and this one's like extra gay i don't know if that's just me we're i think this one's gonna be an interesting one because i'm interested in your guys's opinions and whether like how gay i can actually interpret this because this is one where i'm like genuinely like damn that's like really gay though i don't know i don't know i don't know Sandra Bullock really did feed her the pancake, though, is the thing. I mean, she really did. The thing about this movie, it's a movie about Sandra Bullock uh, spending five young, long years in prison, getting out, and then opening her Rolodex of exes and saying, which ones can I get back with and which ones can I get back at? Mm. And she decides. That's exactly right. She decides. She yeah. says, okay, Kate Blanchett, 
get back with. Whoever played uh, that one dude who I don't know the name of, uh, get back at. Exactly. And it's perfect. And it's flawless. It goes off without a hitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like we said in the beginning, this is a movie about, uh, um, this is a movie where they win and then they win even harder. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the twist. And it's very, very good. That's, that's the twist Mm -hmm. ending. The twist at the end is, oh, did they really win as hard as we think they did? Just kidding. They went, they, they won even harder. They won so hard. It's absurd. Mm hmm. So quick synopsis i suppose um we open the movie with uh debbie ocean this is we're not gonna talk about the other oceans movies i've only seen one of them and i don't care i've seen none of um, them um but also in, also they're inherently gay i mean they're gay yeah we're just we're just putting that out there but yeah so um we we open with debbie ocean sandra bullock love her and she's in prison and she's giving this like sobbing tear story about how wow my family's all criminals but me never i I didn't want that life i'm only in prison because uh i fell in love with the wrong man and that's really sad for me and then um she gets parole and immediately goes and talks to her uh her lady cop friend and is like okay well the shipment's coming in next week i'm surprised they believed all that bullshit bye um and she leaves in her very, very fancy party dress that was uh, what she got arrested in and goes... She wanders down... She's been in prison for five years and she wanders down the street in some nice high heels and I have to wonder how her ankles are feeling. Probably great. Okay. Probably fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she probably did. Um, She knew she was going to do this robbery at the Met, so she was like, I have to keep up my heel training while I'm in... <laughs> so she's just in prison, just walking on the balls of her feet. Yeah, yeah she spent her commissary money on heels, and everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, trust me. The most well-dressed motherfucker in the prison. That's right. That's that's what I that's what I believe for Debbie Ocean. Um, wait, but anyway, wait, she hold, breaks out. Uh, not she she made mm-hmm. that toothbrush into a shank, but then just stabbed it through the sole of her shoe so she could wear it like a heel. Mm. Oh, like bayonetta, like the bayonetta. most dangerous heel. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like bayonetta. <laughs> Debbie Ocean and bayonetta. That's how fucking lesbians. serious she is. She puts a <laughs> shank on the end of her foot, and she's just like stabbing her feet all day, like out. <laughs> But she does it. For when fashion. I get out of here and rob the Met Gala, this will all pay off. That's right. You will not believe the calluses on the bottom of my heels. Um, it only shows my commitment. <laughs> that's right. She can go beyond. Um, so she goes and she pulls like a quick little scam in a store and is like, you know, she picks something off the shelf and is like, hey, um, can I have this? And they're basically like, yeah, because she tries to return it. And then she goes into a hotel and listens for a name and then is like, haha, I want to get my hotel room back. Has them send the maid up, gets into the room. She chills for a little bit um, until she uh, calls her beautiful, beautiful friend, uh, Kate Blanchett, Lou. Her name is Lou, um, and Lou is, I think she owns the bar, I'm not sure, but what she's doing is watering down vodka, um, and she gets this call from Debbie and is like, oh, well, obviously I'm going to go do that, and they meet up, and immediately she gives her a big old kiss on the forehead, and um, so this is where... Like, immediately, they're, like, they start being, like, oh, yeah, we're, like, partners. And it's, like, heist partners, but, like, you know, is it? 
Yeah, um, they're, they're, they're partners, and this entire podcast is going to be figuring out how heavy the scare quotes around that word are. Literally. Like, so, yeah, I mean, she gets in the car, and she's like, it oh. Might, as one say, always come with an asterisk. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, for real. So, yeah, she gets in the car, and she's like, hey, uh, did you get me the... I forget what she wanted her to get. I feel like she said cop car, but I don't know what they would have needed that for. Um, and I might just be thinking of Blues Brothers because it starts the same way. Um, but yeah, so she's just like, oh, you, I didn't get it for you. And she's pissed. And she's like, don't do that. And they're flirting already. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, so you let me down and you're my partner. And she's like, I'm not your partner yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, and then she they <laughs> they go into the... Uh, uh, Lou's house and she has a room for her already and is just like yeah I basically like just took all your shit when you went to prison and it's here in my house just you know because I thought you weren't using it but she was keeping it safe for her and um she immediately like they're they're like you know having like sort of dinner date stuff she talks about how she literally as soon as she got out of prison went and threatened her ex um because you know she's smart like that um the other ex but it's a very good like dumb man writing like he owns um an art gallery yeah he owns an art gallery and there's a woman talking to him and she's like oh well how many do you own and he's like well i have this one and then we're talking about one in this location in this location and she's like oh so this is the only one that exists and he says well physically and i i i always like that line it's really well you know physically Oh, you know. So you haven't. Physically. So you haven't been to uh, another art gallery? Well, you know, not physically. <laughs> not physically. Mm. Um, and uh, Debbie Ocean shows up so that she can uh, cut off his button very threateningly, and then uh, that's about it. But she, <laughs> they, they're all having so much fun in this movie. Mm-hmm. The face that like Sandra Bullock is making as she like cuts off the button and then just sort of like sits there smirking at him. It's like, how long did this go on before she left? Um, but yeah, she, um, she tells all of this to Lou and then they, uh, go on a cute little Met date while they, uh, scope out their, their fun plan. I will say at that scene, um, I was once again reminded that I am internet brain poisoned because they were showing shots of the Met Gala, showing art pieces, one of them being Scepter and Orb. And my brain just kept repeating Orb in my head over and over again. Oh, 100%. As soon as I saw Scepter and Orb, I was... <laughs> Scepter and Orb. Absorb the Orb. Just ponder the Scepter and the Orb. <laughs> That's right. We all know that wizard. We <laughs> Goes to the Met Gala. Where's the Orb? <laughs> they should have right. They should have put the Orb wizard on their heist team. Someone's uh, got to fondle the, the they, orb while the heist is going on. I feel like that was a crucial role in the strategy. Like, instead of, you know, near the end of the movie where they're doing the actual heist and uh, Rihanna, who's in this movie, by the way, Rihanna, mm-hmm. is in the like uh, food truck van uh, kind of outside doing her uh, hacker job. Mm-hmm. What if she was actually in a uh, airbrushed wizard van? Yeah, let's go. Orb? Well, see, the thing I was going to say is that maybe Rihanna is the orb wizard because her name is Abel. You know what? And she does have a little oh, Abel, like, track mouse. She oh, is the orb wizard. Incredible. She's always pondering the orb. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell, it, it all makes it's sense. It's all coming together. It all, yeah, it's all coming together. Imagine really how powerful um, it would be to roll up to the Met Gala in a wizard fan. 
these other fools could not they're showing up in their nice outfits yeah i'm showing up like a wizard yeah none of these other fools can match this level of swag i know that being rich rots your brain but if i ever got rich i can't imagine me being anything else other than literally showing up to the met gala in like a scooby-doo tricked out like wizard van yeah all these people who show up in like their normal ass tuxedos or like fucking dresses and not showing up in their wizard like van I mean, right? Cowards. Like, all of them. <laughs> how is this happening? You should show up to the Met Gala in your wizard van dressed like a wizard. You should take a, take a big hit of the bong when the cameras go on you. The thing is, like, they would be like, oh, you have a fog machine in that van? And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what inspired this look? Orb? <laughs> yeah. That's my real aspiration in life now is to get kicked out of the Met Gala. <laughs> Did you show up? Where's the scepter in the orb? <laughs> That's right. I'm I'm going to get famous enough that I can get invited to the Met Gala and then trashy enough that I can get kicked out of the Met Gala. I'm going Hell to yeah. show up and I'm merely going to like take off my like tuxedo like shirt, tuxedo jacket. <laughs> I'm going to show, yeah, strip my tuxedo. <laughs> no, take off the tuxedo jacket. I'm first going to rip off the sleeves, mind you, and mm. then I'm going to take off the tuxedo jacket and the undershirt will just say, I eat oil paintings when the guards aren't looking. <laughs> yeah. And I'll see how long it is before they kick me out. <laughs> You got you then yeah you got to just like go around staring at the oil paintings and just like conspicuously licking your lips, (laughs) just being like, so how expensive is that one? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the hundred fifty million, you say? Mm. Mm. The texture on that one, the (laughs) antipasto. Ooh, is that a Picasso? Ooh. Yeah, that's right. That's and then exactly... I would get kicked out of the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. One day. One, one day, that'll be my goal. Okay. The um... back of the shirt says, I shove the jewelry up my ass when the guards aren't looking at it, too. No, that's the booty shirt. <laughs> that's true. No, the shirt says it, but it has the arrow pointing right down to the booty shirt, the booty shorts that also do have a sign that say, uh, jewelry receptacle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know why they didn't do that in this movie. Yeah, Yeah, no. I mean, that would have worked flawlessly (laughs) Um, if they had done that. I would have liked to see that. I would have loved to see it. (laughs) Make that movie. Yeah, why... Why didn't why didn't everyone line up in front of Mindy Kaling after she disassembled the necklace to shove a piece up their ass? Yeah. (laughs) While all wearing shirts that just say, I shove jewelry up my ass. Yeah. Just walking out, just being like, so we're trying to find the culprit, and all we have is these images of these five ladies with shirt that says, the jewelry is up my ass. <laughs> Surely they couldn't be the culprits. Getting that a lot of insane. questions about the jewelry up my ass already answered by my shirt. Surely they wouldn't do that. That would be insane. <laughs> Clearly this is a reverse heist, courtesy of Banksy. And that's why heists are gay, because you're always shoving jewelry up your ass. Much like the world-renowned chess player who uh, won using a vibrator up his ass. Uh-huh. You know that famous fake story? Uh-huh. Yeah, that very... Uh-huh. I also robbed the Met Gala with <laughs> jewelry up my ass. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, what's the point of doing a big heist if you don't have, like, a plug-in at the same time? Yeah, yeah. used for uh, making sure you can shit fit jewelry up the ass. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's a hollow one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you Put the cord that. back in. Yeah, you unscrew the bottom and yeah, then what you can, like, beat things they're through expecting and then you once they pull, Yeah, they're expecting once they pull the plug out to find the jewelry in my ass, but what they don't know is it's in the plug. It's inside... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what happens in this movie? <laughs> Everything we're describing here happens. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. Um, anyways, they're at their lunch after their met date. Oh, mm-hmm. They go to scope out the place, and now they're at lunch, and mm. Lou is like, they're they're having like heist movie banter like oh are you sure you you got me interested in the job because you're flirting with me but like come on now and um you know uh debbie's very convincing and just like yep well it'll be fine it'll be really easy to do we can do it with seven people and like twenty thousand dollars also try a little bit of my food and kate blanchett obliges she takes the gum out of her mouth to take a bite off of um sandra bullock's fork and i just think that that's neat Mm-hmm. Um, Looking at it with um, uh, eyes bugging out of your head. Lou just wants to kiss her so bad in this scene. Like, every time she's talking, she's, like, literally doing the, like, look between the lips and the eyes. Like, Yeah, it's that's too because much. Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock were actually kissing off screen during the movie. I mean... They said, we can't put this on screen, but you guys can go at it once the cameras are not rolling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, like, the, the anticipation... It's already too much to do a heist movie that's about women. We can't make it explicitly gay, but you guys can do whatever when the cameras aren't Once the cameras are off, you guys can go right at it at Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. I do like how much of this movie is them uh, going over their heist plans to steal millions of dollars while they're eating some trashy New York food. Mm -hmm. I do love to see some trashy New York food. It is really cute. They're always just like eating like 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 Chinese, like out of, yeah, like out of the like takeout things. It's just like really cute stuff. They're chilling. The food um, in this movie does look tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, good-looking takeout. Like, damn. I know. Need I know. me some noodles now. Um, need me a good, like, Chinese takeout. Need me some halal. Right? Right? Um. So we meet the rest of our ladies about now. Uh, the one first by one. one. The, yeah, the first one we get is the one who is introduced to the heist team last because it's... Um, Daphne Kluger, who is Anne Hathaway. Um, she's having a lot of fun in this one, I gotta say. Um, she's just girl bossing her way through it. Um, and then um, Helena Bottom Carter, Rose Weil. Um, she, she's there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, she's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, she's doing it. Um, so they get her. They, that's they just get them real quick and they have to do the whole like go to Rose Wilde's exhibition and there's a bunch of gays sitting there going girl you are the worst fashion designer in history um yeah her entire she's being bullied by she's being bullied by all these uppity fashion types and she herself is an uppity fashion type but we feel sympathy for her because uh because some reason because yeah. she has anxiety. Yeah. She's quirky. And also she owes millions to the IRS. Yes. Uh, the IRA. IRA. Wait. Hmm. What is they want with it? <laughs> hmm. Not the IRA. My IRA. <laughs> How many? 
How many Irish gangs are there? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, it's it's Helena Bonham Carter doing an Irish accent. Good for her. Um, Lou is constantly manspreading in this movie. That's the next note I have. But basically, they just, like, kind of... She's crazy in debt, and they con her into doing this heist with them, and they tell Rose Wilde that she's going to dress Daphne Kluger so that they can get the big shiny diamonds out of the safe. They do this fun thing when they're at her fashion show where, Mm -hmm. uh, while we're watching it, which the fashion show is like flight attendant themed, which sucks. It's so funny. It's so bad. Um, (laughs) And they're sitting there the whole time being like, God, this is a nightmare. This is just awful. It's so bad. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. And then the moment they see her, they're just like, we're big fans. It was so great seeing you. It was so good. It was so good. And she's just like, why are you lying? Yeah. Why? It was bad. It was real bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's in a shit ton of debt. They get her out of there. They convince her to join the team. Um, And then they uh, go and get Amita, who is uh, Mindy Colling, and she's um, uh, the jewelry expert gonna be and so they're like they they go and pick her up um and then here comes rihanna and she's nine ball and she's a very cool hacker and i'm i mean i mean it's rihanna like i don't know uh, yeah we're all looking at rihanna like we're true. all looking at rihanna mm-hmm. and um you know debbie's not she's got a cool laptop with a bunch of she's got a cool laptop with a bunch of stickers on it and she smoke a big weed oh yeah she smoke she's... a big weed she turn off their lights to prove that uh they don't know shit about the internet she say her name's nine ball mm-hmm. debbie gets mad she says her name's eight ball and then uh she smoke a big weed and debbie's like damn she's gonna smoke a big weed in my house and uh lou is like actually it's my house and i don't give a fuck and so they, actually she, she can smoke team. a big weed wherever she wants because she she's can, cool that's right why are you talking to rihanna like this do you know who this is this is rihanna this is rihanna <laughs> do you not know who you're talking to that's rihanna mm-hmm and um so that's like the first part of the setup. Um, they get um, Rose Wilde to do like a sort of, you know, meet with Abigail Breslin as somebody else to get um, Anne Hathaway to um, get her to dress her for the event. We meet the pickpocket. I don't remember this actor's name. Aquafina. Aquafina. So she's there and she's doing a cool pickpocket thing. She's pretty cool. Um, and yeah. then we have fucking, uh, I, I forget this actress's name too, but, uh, Tammy is about to snap at any moment and it's pretty good. She's their fence and she's just oh, got a whole yeah. warehouse garage full of like messed up shit. She's a suburban mom who feels like she is about to be on a true crime podcast any minute now. Yeah. Like I'm watching mm-hmm. her make this kit smoothie. Like, is she about to like drop a finger in there or something? Like she's going <laughs> to go. Her kid is like kicking like a ball inside the house at the wall and she's just like, Can you can you not do that? Just that sweetie with a little bit of shaking in the voice. Can you take that outside, please? Can you not do that? I'm mm-hmm. about to snap. I'm about I'm about to throw it. Um <clears throat> So yeah, Debbie shows up and gets her too. Um Um and then yeah, we're into, like, kind of heist time now. Like, they're setting up the plan. Uh, Tammy's getting shit delivered and talking to her kid on the phone about a turtle. Um, they go to... Um, uh, Helen Bonham Carter and Mindy Collin go to the Met Gala or to the Cartier house to get the Toussaint. That's the diamond that they need. And they're like, hey, 
give us the necklace. Let us put it on this lady. Um, Let us put on the necklace, please. And they're like, why yeah. would we ever in our li- entire lives do that? And they're like, um... Yeah, this this necklace is so expensive. We need a whole security team for it. It's the biggest, coolest n- necklace ever. We can't insure it, so we can't give it to you. And then, and then Helena Botham Carter says, wow, that's so sad for you because actually your diamonds are cringe and no one likes them and no one knows knows what they are. Yeah. I haven't heard one. If we put them, if we put them on, on this neck, then, then they would go viral. I haven't heard one single. So they give her the diamonds. Talk about them. Yeah. That's right. Who is tweeting about the Toussaint? Nobody. No one's talk. Not one no single one. TikTok teen is being like, "Did you hear about that Toussaint?" They're all just saying, "I would like to go to Instagram or something." I don't that, know what TikTok teens are doing right now. That's yeah. right. Um, can you, everyone can, is on TikTok can, talking about how much they're about to go to Instagram. <laughs> yep. <laughs> can you can you imagine how viral it would go if the teens saw this necklace and and all started the shove the Toussaint off your ass challenge? <laughs> Some diamond up your ass challenge. Yeah, that's exactly what she said, and she said it in French. And I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know any Irish bitch who would learn that much French. But you know, um. <clears throat> uh, during this, we also get Rihanna. Uh, apparently, I'm slightly confused about this part. Did they fake the Banksy in the museum? Did they fully sneak art into museum as part of this heist, just like off screen? They sure fucking did. Okay. Yeah, they made a fake. Banksy. It's they a heist it, appetizer. Were... It's so good. Yeah, yeah, they did that so the security team would get worried about the security at the Met so Rihanna could hack in while they're redoing their systems so she could also redo their systems so she has control over their cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good shit. So yeah, they, they sneak in like a, I think they replaced a painting of the Founding Fathers in a boat with some ladies in a boat. I think they didn't replace it. They just like slapped it near it. Yeah, they either, like... They put it near because the whole thing was the guy was like, uh, we're less concerned about getting things in as much as we are things going out. Yeah, I wasn't sure whether they just, like, put in a new thing or if they, like, drew over something or I don't know. But yeah, basically... I feel like there would be much more of an uproar if they drew over, like, an entire painting. Yeah, but that would be so much more fun. (laughs) Just, like, draw a little mustache on George Washington. I don't know. I mean, they should, but... Like... Anyways, so yeah, yeah. They, they do that, um, and then they uh, Rihanna goes in. Rihanna can pull off a janitor look. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, but she, she can pull off any look. She's Rihanna. Exactly. And so she goes and she puts a little microphone in the uh, security room so that they can hear that they are, in fact, changing the security stuff around so that Rihanna can get in and create a blind spot by a bathroom because since they're changing everything else, she'll have free range to kind of do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Can we talk about Rihanna's puppy virus that she used to move I the cameras? I love her puppy virus. So good. Wild for Wheaties is my favorite clickbait in the entire universe. I love when she like <laughs> scrolls through his Facebook for five seconds and is like, oh, no, 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 no. You cannot make it this easy. Yeah. And this yeah. man gets a targeted ad about like a Wheaties function he has never heard of. And he is immediately like, I'm going to click on this shit. My man. Yeah. Come on. Rihanna just photoshopped a bunch of dogs onto you know onto like just like a just like a just like an email flyer and you know types a bunch of comic sans up on that bitch and 
emails it to this guy, and he just clicks on it. No, zero hesitation. Exactly. He loves the puppies so much. Yeah, she look because she it gets in, it, it gets her a window into his webcam, and she's just like, "Oh, you poor thing," because he's literally just scrolling and going, "Oh, look at the weenies." Mm-hmm. She made like an entirely fake website, and it's so good. Like me too. If someone sends me like a very targeted ad about cute animals, I'm like, "Oh," and then I'm like, "You're seeing my webcam and me just being like, oh, that's cute as fuck." Please tell me that's not how you use the internet. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Rihanna need to look yeah, through my ap- camera? I mean, apparently, Rihanna's allowed. Apparently, apparently you can just get a security expert to download a virus like in 10 seconds if if you put puppies on it. Good to know. Good hacker good to, information. Good to know. It's so good. Like, he works for the security. Like, of the Met. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's good. So, yeah, uh, he, he's a big dummy. Um, and it's a really good clickbait scene. Um, we have another scene where... Oh, uh, damn, it really did scene. just... A... I'm Fuck, sorry, guys, we fucked up. We fucked up so bad. This podcast is called We Rate Queerbait, but I think we just rated clickbait. Mm. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> no! Well, we got a bonus. Oh, no. We're rating the queerbait okay, yeah. and the clickbait. I'm, I'm and... turning off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut it down. Shut the, shut the shit down. Lost episode. That's right. We can never talk about this again. <laughs> when we release this episode, there will be about uh, five minutes of static. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moment of silence for forgetting the theme of our podcast. <laughs> Rest in peace, everyone. <laughs> Okay, so I have a scene where I literally just wrote down Lou's vests and uh, that Lou is very proud of Debbie for, like, coming up with this heist plan because it's the one where she's like, oh, yeah, I cooked this up in five years, eight months, and 12 days. Um, And then Tammy just gets herself kind of installed at the Met Gala. She just sort of, like, you know, walks in and is like, yay, I'm hired here because she gave somebody chiggers is the implication. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out there's a part in this where uh she says uh yes what what could be i'm not overqualified to work at a thing as prestigious as the met gala and the lady interviewing her is like it's gala yeah she's like oh (laughs) it's just gala and she's like yeah it's just gala Gala. and i'm trying to figure out if that's her trying to seem like she's like oh i'm chalking this place up and then or if she really just thought it was gala I mean, if you give someone, like, I could see it being sort of, like, a con man thing, because if you give somebody, like, a quick thing to correct about you, and then you, va- like, demonstrate that you can, like, oh, correct demonstrate yourself. demonstrate value? Yeah, you're demonstrating. <laughs> it's the dentist system. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's simply you know, using maybe, the dentist system. Um, maybe she was just looking at Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett too long, mm. and 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 then she couldn't stop herself from saying gay in, in, in the gala. Oh, and the lady was like, no, it's gal. You know, gal. Yeah, uh, it's gal pals. It's gala. Yeah. Not gay. That's really what it was. This was a conversation to the audience. They're saying, no, it's not gay. It's a gal pal movie. And I'm saying, is it? Mm-hmm. Or is it a is gay it? pal movie? Which is it? Um, um, I'm thinking it's, 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 it's gay. It's a gala. That's mm, true. That's right. I think we can all agree. That's what I'm thinking. Because gala also has the word gal in it. Mm-hmm. 
perfect for mm-hmm. this movie. That's right. Is that why they picked that? Is that why they picked the Met Gala? Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, this is the director's, like, literally looking straight at me in the eyes and saying they are heterosexual. And I'm they're saying, at they're the not. Met Gala. They, they're going As to gal. the Met Gala. As Thank gals. you. Thank you. <laughs> they are going to the Met Gala, but they are gala. Going to. For each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they said in the pitch meeting. That's, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, so <clears throat> Tammy sees on the guest list that um, uh, uh, Claude, whatever. Um, Deckard. Yeah, Claude Deckard, the, the nasty ex who got, um, I mean, this is where we learn, because uh, she asks, Tammy asks Debbie about it, and Debbie's like, oh, yeah, like, he, uh, we were running jobs together because what she says is Lou and I were having some problems. And she we, says we were in a bit of a rough spot, and yeah. I'm just like, because you were married. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were married, mm-hmm. but they were going through hard money times, and it put a strain on the marriage and whatever, and she had, you know, they're like, they're they're gay, but they're poly, so she was having, like, a little, like, side thing, you know? Her mistake. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and she ended up getting put in prison uh, and it, because he... Um, Basically set her up. Yeah, he set her up so her signatures would be on the, like, the, the, he he was going to be the victim of a sting operation, basically. So he got her to sign the papers instead um, and then sold her out. So that's why she was in prison. Uh, Tammy sees that his name is on the guest list and gets, she asks her about it. I don't think it really goes anywhere with that. But then Lou sees it and is like, hey, now hold on. Why can't you just do a job? So she runs out and talks to her. She's wearing... Why are you still thinking about him? Yeah, basically. Um, but she's she's wearing a very, very good outfit in this scene. It's like the vest with a tie, like nothing under the vest but the tie and like the boots mm-hmm. and like... and So she's wearing outfits like this the whole time, but this was the one where I was like, this is just why I dress her like that if she's not gay. And she walks out and she goes and she talks to her and she's like, listen, you can't be doing this. I will walk if you're really gonna like frame him for this. And she's like, "He's he. I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'm normal. I'm completely normal. Don't about worry this. about it. It's I, totally fine. And I made it's. I've been planning this for five years. Don't fucking worry about it. Mm-hmm. It, it is personal, but that's not going to be a problem. It isn't I, because I, I spent am, so. <laughs> I have already uh, done the math. I can make it personal and for profit. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just so good at planning heists. You see, I'm just so good at it. Is I thing. was walking around with those shanks on my shoes for weeks doing the heels thing. You think I wasn't also planning? Yeah. She and- does say earlier in this movie that um, uh, she was in like a jail cell with like five other women, and like it was so loud she couldn't think. So she got herself put in solitary confinement. Yep. And I wonder what the fuck she did to get that to happen. Um. I don't know. Okay. I I mean, I it's hard to say. Haven't been to prison, so I don't know what oh, yeah. gets you thrown in solitary. Yeah. She she could have just done the hey riot thing from Avatar or, you know. <clears throat> Maybe she used that shank. Yeah, she could have. She could have punched the white power bitch, you know. Yeah, probably. Who mm-hmm. knows? Um <clears throat> You sorry. Good? Yeah, just a little <clears throat> Maybe drinking coffee with no sign of water. Um, I do have water right here, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Um, 
and yeah, Lou has like a concern moment. She's like, yeah, he he's he's gonna put you back in prison because you're gonna frame him. And she's like, nope, I'm good. I'm totally good. It's I'm gonna normal. be fine. Um. So then, Tammy. Uh, says that a client she's at the Met Gala thing and she's like listen a client got sued for not having a nutritionist so I think you need to get another person on your staff and she pulls the Karen powers which is nice um, and gets um, all we see for now is Kate Blanchett buying a little toy submarine but that's a surprise tool that'll help us later um and we get Anne Hathaway having a lot of fun being a dramatic bitch and being like, oh my God, I don't know if this jewelry is going to work. And then uh, getting like having like a big crying fit and getting calmed down. And um, she just has a lot of fun in this movie. Just every time she's on screen, she's just like really like having fun getting to be the boss bitch. Um, and we get the scene where they have to figure out the magnets um, because they put the necklace on Anne Hathaway. And that's sort of our like heist twist is they have to find somebody who can um, figure out the magnet that is attached to the back. Um, but luckily, Rihanna's little sister has got them covered. So we get a cute scene of her like calling her sister on the bus and like her figuring out like a magnet that they can use to <clears throat> take the necklace off. Um and then it's pretty much heist time. I don't know how much we want to like really, really go into the heist. I'm looking through my notes here. Yeah, it's it's a typical heist. They go in, uh, they do the swap, which is to make uh, uh, Anne Hathaway vomit a lot, and they mm-hmm. uh, switch out the necklace while she's vomiting over the toilet. Yeah, then... because because Lou is the nutritionist they got, so she's just in the kitchen putting putting vomit cream in 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 Anne Hathaway's soup. That's right. Yeah, and like uh, they do the like high shenanigans where their plan is almost derailed by like six different things, like uh, the bus boys uh, wanting to like smoke weed outside, so they're like chatting in the hallway, and like uh, uh, what's her what's the mom's name? Tammy. Tammy. Tammy has to go in and do mom voice and be like, you boys better get back to work. And then uh, they realize the necklace has been stolen, so they put the whole thing on lockdown, but one of the guards is almost going to catch Constance in the bathroom doing her shit. So it's like, it's it's high shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, it's they, they, they get everybody cleared out, and they're all like, oh no, where's the necklace? And they're all questioning Anne Hathaway and running around. Mindy uh, calling is, or Amity is uh, switching out uh, the necklace and making it into jewelry. And we see little bits of um, Debbie running around as like a German lady. Um mm-hmm. and Yeah, then... and this is where she runs into Deckard at like the bar. And she just kind of, like, turns as, like, he's about to recognize her face because she's facing the other way the whole time. It's not quite there. Is this not where it happens? It's almost. Because, basically, they they say that they find the necklace right as Amity's packing it up. Um, uh, Tammy has it outside because they plant it on him. That's when yeah. they do that. So, yeah, they get, um, the pickpocket gets the necklace uh, in different pieces and passes out a piece to each of the people on the heist that has a piece of the diamond or the, the necklace in it. Um, and then, yeah, she runs into him at the bar and plants a piece on him uh, and says, excuse me, good luck in German as she walks away from him. 
Um, girl boss moments. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then we see um, everybody kind of leaving. Everybody gets one nice outfit to leave the Met in. And uh, we get to see lots of Rihanna hips, Mindy Cowling hips. Everybody just like in their nice dresses, leaving with their uh, flashy jewelry. And then... Yeah, um, everyone's... Yeah, I everyone's very fashion in it. Oh, yeah. It rules. I, I, I do fucking love Anne Hathaway's, like, big magenta cape. It's so long. Oh, it's... It's incredible. Her... <laughs> her incredible Met Gala outfit with the long-ass cape is really mm-hmm. something. I did enjoy um, uh, Sandra Bullock's uh, uh, slightly open back dress where it's just kind of like a nice little like cross, like diagonal cross across. across. Mm-hmm. 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 Very fashionable. It's a nice one. They've all got some really nice like leaving outfits. Um, it looked like a night sky. Very nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, as they're all leaving, uh, we do see um, uh we saw Kate Blanchett leave on the motorbike and then we see her standing across the street as Sandra Bullock leaves in like an electric blue, like jumpsuit and Mm -hmm. just sort of like gives her a little look from across the street as they're like leaving. And they're like, you know, they're flirting a little. And then we get like a whole long bit with James Corden. Um, the weakest I... part of the movie simply because I have to look at James Corden. <laughs> I don't really care about. <laughs> but he's the insurance agent, and basically he's tracking down a bunch of people. He's talking to the jewel people. He talks to Daphne Kruger, and he's trying to figure out like um, <clears throat> what happened with the diamond because by now they figured out that the the necklace has been switched out. Um, and they are talking about him a little bit the heist group this is where daphne comes in and reveals lol i figured out you guys were doing a heist and so uh lou and debbie brought me in because i'm not a total idiot so i um pushed some of the uh blame onto claude and also went to his house and tied him up and (laughs) put the diamond in plain sight so That wraps up that part of it. Um, we're yeah, because that's when and... um, Debbie invites a uh, uh, little insurance guy to dinner. And she's just like, he's like, I just need the necklace. I know you probably stole it. I just need the damn necklace. And she's like, what if I can get you like, I don't know, 10% of it? And he's like, how yeah. on earth are you going to What if I gave that? you a little piece of necklace and, uh, and also you arrested the guy who I'm framing? And he's like, all right, I'll take it. He's like, wow, I love that you just set him up. Anyways, I'll do it. He's basically like, yeah, that sounds good to me. I don't care. <laughs> he says, I don't give a shit. Take your revenge as long as I get the thing I want. Yeah, as long as I look like I solved a case, that's great. So that is pretty much how it works out. Um, Daphne goes back yeah. to his and house. Then, and then... And... Mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway gets a bunch of elderly actress friends to, uh, you know, pass off the uh, stolen bits of necklace as, like, family heirlooms and sell them. I love when these elderly ladies start hamming it up to these people. Oh, it's good. They they, they do fucking love it. They're all having such a good time. They're all just like, and he, this is when he said, take it, take it and survive. And they're like, oh, my mother gave it to me before she was sent to the camps. And it's just like, oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're having a fun time uh, making up big hammy stories to sell these uh, these pieces of diamond with. Um, 
And then, uh, so they're talking about that, and Anne Hathaway's like, wait a minute, you guys didn't sell the necklace for enough. How are we supposed to get what you quoted us at? And then Lou says, what, you guys thought we were just stealing one necklace? What do you think we are, a bunch of pussies? And then they open the jewelry mm-hmm. case, and they find out that they stole all of the jewelry in the Met uh, by... <laughs> like knocking them into the moat there's like a big moat of water in front of all the crown jewels and they just like knocked them into the water and scooped them up in the little submarine and just they, took them they all hired away. they hired an acrobat to ship to shimmy around the lasers because oh, we gotta oh, have right. a laser shimmy yeah. in the heist movie i thought for a second you completely forgot about the guy who like shimmies around no 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 you're so right i mostly was thinking about kate blanchett just on the ground like hunkered down piloting the little submarine but yes he they <laughs> do get one man on the team and it is the acrobat to shimmy around and get everything into the water for them yeah he climbs over the laser grid and then like wires on down from the rafters and 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 takes all the jewelry <laughs> off the mannequins and puts them on a submarine and they're like how did you guys not get caught and they're like we almost did and debbie has to put on a whole performance where she uh talks exasperately like an exasperated person in german to the guards and it's like uh my husband i don't know where he is and he's he's very airheaded he he puts his shoes in the like underwear drawer. You have to help me find him. Yeah. No, she was talking about how he puts his shoes in the freezer. Oh, even like, better. Being mm-hmm. even more deranged than that. It's good shit. Puts his shoes in. He the puts freezer. his shoes in the freezer. He puts the diamonds up his ass. He Wait puts a minute. The diamonds up his ass. You have to help me find him. That's right. Before it's... he starts eating oil paintings. <laughs> All the guards are distracted. He's gonna start going at him. That's right. <laughs> he's got his knife he's got his bib on and he's holding up a knife and fork. Oh god, where did he get that knife and fork? You gotta you gotta stop him. <laughs> Someone please, please stop my husband. The diamonds. No, they couldn't be. <laughs> where the diamonds go? No, they couldn't. Watch as a man walks by and you hear suspicious jingling. <laughs> that's right that's exactly right uh-huh yeah uh-huh yeah so yeah they um they they explain that part of the heist we get like happy ending time everybody um does their cute little thing uh amity is not living at home with her mom anymore she's in like france or whatever yeah she's on a date with okay a man she, she she got married to the first person she met on Tinder. You know, because there's a little scene between Mindy Kaling and Aquafina where Aquafina is showing her how to use Tinder, and that's like literally the first guy she swiped. You know, what, I didn't Queen? even realize it was the same guy. Good for her going to France with a guy from Tinder. She says, mm-hmm. "You know, I only need to swipe once." <laughs> yeah, she got it first try. Got it in one. I mean, good for her. That's a success story. You know, you can go on some pretty crazy dates um, when you are, like, you are sitting on, like, $38 million. You can be like, let us go to France for our first date and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. 38 mil is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Aquafina is on the co-op board of her new uh, penthouse apartment. That's right. Uh, Nineball proves she's the only, like, ally here by just opening up, like, a dive bar. Yeah, Nine's Ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which rules? Uh huh. It's good. Uh, yeah, and she's playing pool there and chilling, and it's great. Um, uh, Tammy, 
uh, is basically doing the same thing. I think she maybe expands her warehouse. Um, yep. And is, you know, still just like uh, team mom. Yeah, so she doesn't... Ha- yeah, so she's not just keeping all of her stolen goods in the garage. Uh-huh. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Gotta put him somewhere. She's so funny. Um, God, who else is there besides... Uh, are, are, are we down to Lou and Debbie? Because it well, very much... Uh, um, Helena Bottom Carter opens up her own, like, boutique. Oh, yeah, yeah good for her. And not... Anne Hathaway starts directing movies like she wants to, and there's, like, a line where mm-hmm. she's, like, giving people directions. She's like, oh, it was perfect. Just uh, make it faster and more damaged. And as she, like, walks away, she's like, it's not that hard. Oh, that's right, yeah. Which is a great little thing from Anne Hathaway being like, yeah, I can act perfectly fine. That's right. She's killing <laughs> None it. None of this is hard. <laughs> Absolutely killing it. Um, yeah, and, um... Yeah, um, yeah. Rose opens her thing. Kate Blanchett rides off on a motorcycle, and you can't tell me that um, uh, Debbie's not also there. But the ending scene of Debbie is just like her. She goes to her her brother's grave and says, "Damn, you would have loved it." And that's kind of like the framing thing of the movie, um, because you mm-hmm. know. yeah, she does go to it. We skipped over a part where she originally goes to his grave, and she just sits down. And she's like, "I hope to God you're dead." Yeah, you better be yeah. in there. <laughs> because the frame Please is her. Please be like, actually the whole, deceased. The whole movie, people are like, oh, is he really dead? And she's like, I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're doing the thing where they're like, well, there might be sequels, so he might come back. But it's really just her being like, I swear to God, if you're making me do all this. That's right. We love sequel teasing. I love sequel teasing. Mm-hmm. He could be dead. What if he shambles out of the coffin as a zombie, but still does heist? I would support that. Mm. That would be a zombie great, heist. Great way to reinvent the the genre. God, what if you know how they were trying to do the 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 Universal monsters? Oh uh, yeah, the dark franchise, universe. Like a few, yeah, the dark universe. If you, what if what if Frankenstein and the Mummy and Dracula and the Invisible? What if they all got together and did a heist? You say what that, if that like, was the monster, as a joke. What if that would... was the monster meshed we were promised? Oh my god, I would love that so fucking much. It would be a graveyard That would be kind of fucking sick. That would it... rock. God, it so Holy would. Shit. They're like looking at this place and they're like, why can't we just have the Invisible Man just walk in and take them? They're like, you fucking idiot, it has heat sensors. Fuck. Damn. Oh, why don't we like... just have Dracula walk in and take them? <laughs> why don't we just have Dracula? And it's like, okay, you have to go in through this crowded bar through this crowded casino, you can't drink anyone's blood. For the love of God, also don't pass anything reflective. Yeah. They the the there's one guy on the team that they can't figure out and they're like, "Yeah, we planned the heist on not a full moon because that guy's a werewolf." <laughs> He's just like a that's <laughs> He's their just hacker. a normal guy the whole thing. The that's whole That's the hacker. <laughs> Yeah, the whole heist has to take place within three weeks, like the planning and everything, because they cannot afford for him to go off. They cannot afford for him just to fucking go sicko mode during the heist. <laughs> that could be like the like halfway through the movie, they're just like, oh, so we have a problem with the plan. What's the problem with the plan? Uh, on Tuesday, there's a full moon. So? Yeah. Uh, well, 
you know, Steve um has his oh son of a bitch. <laughs> we we all know we all know that when you're hacking, like if you really need to get serious and pull out all the stuffs, you know, you, then you can do a cool trick like you know typing on two keyboards at once. Mm-hmm. What if your cool hacker trick was turning into a werewolf and 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 typing that way? Mm. It would make about much as as much sense as anything. Turn into a big werewolf and being like perfect. Now I can make the keyboard even bigger. Yeah. Oh no, that would be worse. Now you don't have color vision anymore. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. This is the that's, worst that's thing for the me secret. It's, it's, that's the secret. It's that, you know, the extra colors are only distractions. Mm. Oh, perfect. I can see the code so clearly now. That's right. He yeah. goes matrix mode when he loses his color vision. He's like, <laughs> oh, it's all breaking yeah. down for me. I see the patterns. <laughs> Monster Mash win is I, all I'm saying I, now. I yeah. really want it. It'll catch I, on in a flash. I really want it is the thing about that now. <laughs> I want my Monsters heist movie. They tried to give me my Magician's heist movie once, and that movie was awful, but I'm sure they'll get it this time. <laughs> I'm sure they won't break my heart twice. Man. They would never. Now You See Me is a bad movie. We'll have to find some way to talk about Now You no, See we Me won't. in a podcast format sometime. Because that movie, holy shit. <laughs> no, we won't. That movie is fake. <laughs> never has a movie made me matter. Just in the fact that like there were like maybe two cool scenes. It could have been so good. It could have been so good. I can't talk about Now You See Me on this podcast. I will be here for days. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that's movie. Yeah. That's the movie. That is movie. We want to talk about, like, the gayest scenes. I feel like we've gone over most of them. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like the, the, just, just, just the real strong one was, you know, that, that early scene in the, in the diner where, where she eats the pancake. Mm -hmm. She eat pancake. They do, there's a lot of just, like, that, like, back and forth, like, heist movie dialogue that is mostly them being like, oh, yeah, you've been my partner for a while, and we've been going through a rough patch, and, oh, I can't, I, you've always been my partner. We've always been together and doing this together as my partner. Yeah, there's a scene where they're talking about the where James, Ibo. the, <laughs> the James Gordon guy, and Debbie's like, oh, yeah, he's uh, caught my brother, and he's caught my dad a couple times, and Lou goes, he's family, and they just, like, kind of share a look and laugh at each other, and I'm like, Lou is family, too, clearly. They've yeah. been mm-hmm. partners for a while, is all I'm saying. Yeah, my biggest one is um, uh, just uh, uh, Debbie. Debbie? Yeah, Debbie. Debbie being like, yeah, you know, we were going through a rough patch and I'm just like, no one says that, you know, when they're not like in a relationship. Yeah, no one says (laughs) me and my heist partner were going through a rough patch. I just don't think that. We were going through a rough patch. We're exploring being open. Uh, (laughs) We were trying to see if we were dating around would help fix things and uh, it sent me to jail for five years. So would you look at that? That's right, and then Lou's so mad. I mean, he's like, he's gonna send you to prison again. Don't you dare! I will walk. I won't date you. I anymore. mean, you might say that you're going through a rough patch with your with your heist partner if you're trying to steal from a sandpaper store. Mmm. Thank you. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Can that be included in our monsters a uh, heist movie? 
Yeah. Yeah, they need they need they need to Th- steal that's a whole the bunch of sandpaper. In the heist, coffins. yeah, in the heist, they go to rob a sandpaper store as a way of uh, getting sandpaper. Yeah, the, the the creature from the Black Lagoon needs to buff their scales. Like, mm. yeah, they're just like having this whole like they're like, oh shit, your it's... scales need to be as pristine as possible for you to sneak through the moat at the Met Gala. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. So we need to rob a sandpaper store. We have a problem. The Met Gala does not accept anyone with scales. <laughs> it's fucking crazy out there. Discriminatory. <laughs> Discriminatory actions. Yeah, I uh, think that's... I mean, we talked about a lot of the game moments throughout because it's just like, you know... They, okay, werewolf member, you have to sneak into the Met Gala in exchange of the Black Lagoon creature because you don't have scales. Can you avoid chasing a ball that goes across the floor? When you see Orb, can you avoid chasing it? Hmm. Mm. I don't know. That's, that's, the werewolf has to train with their wizard friends to be able to ponder an orb without chasing it. Mm. Aw, oh, he's like, you guys can't drag me back in. I'm, I've gained a zen-like, a zen-like state when it comes to orb. I won't go mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're going to need part you of to the chase training. an orb. Yeah, that's part of the training montage. That's right. But then, like, at the last minute, like, he starts going into his transformation early, and then the wizard has to use what he learned from the werewolf to complete the hacking yeah. stuff. To chase the orb! To chase the to orb! Chase the orb! They have to learn from each other. Oh, that would really be the gay part Incredible. of Incredible. Mm-hmm. And People then they always- kiss. <laughs> People are always talking about the gay meanings between, um, you know, vampire and werewolves. Why do they fight? Why do they simply not kiss? What about werewolves and wizards, huh? Yeah, right? Werewolves and wizards. Wait, was that just a Harry Potter episode? I mean, yeah, hmm. that was werewolf and also yeah. dog. And wizard. <laughs> yeah, they were both wizards, though. I think we solved it. It was a werewolf wizard and a dog wizard. <laughs> Fucked up. And they were boyfriends. Fucked up that he got two. <laughs> Damn, why does your mom let you be a werewolf and a wizard? <laughs> Gee, Lupin, how come your mom lets you have two supernatural abilities? It's crazy out there. It truly is. Shall we move on to ratings? Yeah, sure. Let's do our ratings. Mm. Let's do our ratings. How we feel about no homo on this one? No one gets straight married at the end of this except uh, the not couple, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only heterosexual relationship in this is uh, Minnie Collin goes to France with a guy and um, the one that uh, they broke up. Um, so <laughs> Anne Hathaway just dates a guy to frame him, so. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the same guy, so, you know, they're all just kind of using him, so that's great. Yeah, in terms of, like, what if you yeah. get straight married, this is kind of the spiritual opposite, which is what if you framed your straight marriage because it sucked? Yeah. What if you got back together with your partner after your straight uh, marriage? Your your straight fling ended you in prison. Uh, I would love if that yeah, was how I'm, I'm, I'm di- Bardo goes. <laughs> God, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I feel like this is a pretty low no homo. Like, you know. Yeah, they yeah, don't it feels kiss, pretty but low re- to me. I'm I'm thinking maybe like a two. Yeah, this is like two potential. 
Yeah. This is, they don't kiss, but they are giving all the calling cards of, my God, do we want to? I mean, mm-hmm. she does give her a kissy on the forehead. It's not a kiss. Yeah, and she does eat food off her fork, which is kind of like the same, you know, yeah. by the transitive property. Yeah. They go to lunch together, and she's sitting there chewing gum and watching her eat, and then takes the gum out to take the bite off her fork. Yeah, she says, I took yeah, my gum out Yeah, that's an indirect this. kiss for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we can do- I'm, I'm happy with the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then... so so yeah. What about that no hetero then? We 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 get the we get the food off the fork. You know, we 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 get the partners talk. We get Kate Blanchett riding off a, a, a motorcycle off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say the strongest they try in this is to have her uh, be like, "I was in a relationship with uh, Deckard." But that relationship was uh, one that ended in disaster, and she spends the entire movie being like, I'm going to burn him to the ground. So, you mm-hmm. know. And specifically not one, I mean, you know, maybe this is, I, I don't know if we definitely want to call this gay, but she is specifically like, I don't want any men on this team. That's not happening. No. It is for like Hold a on. feminism no, reason, wait. but you know. I want to ask, mm-hmm. would it have been gayer if Sandra Bullock's uh, traitorous ex was a woman? What mm. if she spent this entire movie trying to put her ex-girlfriend in jail? Would that have Who been gayer? Who do we want to play the ex-girlfriend? Because I think that uh, that's very much, it, it, it requires an energy, you know? That would have been gayer. I'm thinking, this is kind of out there. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Mila Kunis. For the mm. scenes in mm. um, Black Swan where she's like, I mean, it's Natalie Portman's like mind vision, but it's when she's being evil in that movie as a projection. I'm seeing that vibes where she's just like sort of mm-hmm. like hot art curator. And she's just like, what do you mean? I didn't do nothing. Who played uh, Cruella DeVille in the new uh, Cruella movie? <laughs> I think that was Emma Thompson. I think she was an or, art person. I, and, I, I might have the wrong Emma. Um, Emma, well, not Emma Watson. So no, what it's not it, Thompson either. Though I'm thinking Roberts, but that might Emma also Stone? be incorrect. It's not Emma Stone. I could simply look this up on Google.com. Give me one second. Hmm. Uh, uh, Cruella 2021 film. I'm getting a lot of costumes that I don't care about. Just give me the Emma Stone. Oh. Emma Stone I didn't and realize. Emma Thompson was the evil Baroness in that movie, so <laughs> just run the gambit. Um, <laughs> Apologies so, to Emma's everywhere. I think uh, she was Cruella Deville is kind of like an evil art curator. Uh, I know she does fashion, <laughs> more fashion design than like art, uh-huh. but I feel like she could make that uh, that jump easily. Oh, what if Rose Weil was the ex and they include her in the heist, but then frame her? Oh, they frame her oh. as the one who stole it? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see Helena Bonham Carter go to jail. That's <laughs> fun for me. <laughs> uh-huh. I think that would be a cute movie. They're like, hey, you want to be in on our heist? Uh-huh. No like, hard feelings for being in she's prison. Like, do and I know you? It on her. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, shit's crazy. I can give you all the details about the heist plan, though, as she's going to jail. Mm-hmm. I can give you everyone who was in the room. <laughs> no hetero i'm thinking like a i don't know i'm thinking like a three or four 
Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, like, three. I feel like this is pretty... I mean, it's hetero, but it's, like, you know... Yeah, it's like that kind of girl power movie where they're like, we're best friends, so we're going to do things that uh, typical best friends do, like eat food off each other's forks. Mm -hmm. We're going to look at each other like we want to kiss, but in a gal pal way. Yeah, it's a very gal pal movie written by someone who thinks gal pals include eating food off each other's forks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking like, is a three cool? Yeah. I I think a three makes sense. Okay. And how about no Romo? Yeah, how's the Romo in this? How's the Rom part like, of this? I genuinely feel like the I... most romantic connection in this movie is Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett. Well, what about Constance and that one Tinder guy? Uh, <laughs> they were in France. Yeah. I don't know. The City of Love. Yeah, I'm... City of Lights, City of Love. <laughs> Yeah, I think there were some, like, nice little interactions between, like, the, the, the members of the heist team in this movie. Like, you know, the, the scene of Aquafina teaching Mindy Kaling to use Tinder was fun. Like, the scene there, of Aquafina there's some good little when she looked at like uh, that. Yeah. George Clooney's picture and was like, are you sure he's dead? And Debbie was like, no. And she was like, hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna yeah. fuck your brother if he's alive. I think, yeah, what we were talking about earlier with, like, the food and stuff, too. There's a lot of just, like, fun friend scenes in this movie. Everyone's chilling. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this is my favorite part of a heist movie is where they get together, the team, and the team are all just like, yeah, we're friends. Yeah. We're, we're all chill with each other. Mm-hmm. Which I think is so lost on many heist movies. This is me getting up in my soapbox. Heist movies, everyone has to be friends in the heist group. If you make them all hate each other, what the fuck's the point? Are you mad about Now You See Me Again? I am mad about Now You See Me Again. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think this one may be like a four for No Romo. It's like, you know, there's a little yeah, like... Yeah, I'm feeling it. romance yeah. stuff, but it's mostly... They have that romance of like people who have been friends for like a good most part of their lives who can't really distinguish the difference between is this a romantic feeling or is this like a good platonic friendship feeling so they're like we'll just split mm-hmm. down the middle they're partners and yeah I think we're like, partners and anything that implies yeah literally anything like by our normal criteria i think like there's enough there they have a lot of like good chemistry moments like you know beyond a friend like a romantic relationship there's a lot of friendship uh, going on with them mm-hmm. and like with everyone else around it's it's a cute movie you were yeah. right that heist movies yeah. need to have that that strong friendship core or else they're boring yeah if it's yeah, just them good. fighting think... the whole time i get mad mm-hmm. yeah it's nice to see everyone together like coming as t- coming together as a team and like you know do doing doing their plan mm-hmm. yeah well-oiled machine is 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 that friend group you know yeah there's they lots got the of dynamic. nice banter. Uh, Debbie has this thing where she constantly tries to interrogate Nineball and like what her life is like, and she always is like looks at her like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Are you asking me this?" <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just so, what do your parents do? <laughs> are you really asking me that? <laughs> are you asking me that? Rihanna was really good in this movie. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Everyone just cool seems like they hacker. were having a fun time in this movie. This is one of those where I'm just like, damn, every actor here is just sort of having a ball, and I'm happy for them. Yeah, it's a movie about people having a great time. Mm-hmm. Robbing the Met Gala by shoving jewelry up their ass. That's right, so that they can buy their Adderall. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Debbie at the end of the movie is like, I had to go pick up a prescription. <laughs> I've been in jail for five years. I've been off my meds, all of them. So That's where Lou is going on her motorcycle so fast. She's <laughs> going like, to pick yeah, up her I, prescription. I called into one specific pharmacy in California. It's, We're in New York right now, so I gotta go fast before they close. It is the cheapest Costco I can find. It is very far away, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there. <laughs> what I save in the cost of medication, I make up for in gas money. So you know, it's kind of a win some, you lose some. But I mean, hey, when you're sitting yeah. on that 38 mil, <laughs> you can go pick it up for wherever you want. That's right. You can go to the distributor mm-hmm. and say, "Give it to me." <laughs> Slide a diamond across a table straight at the factory. They said, is that a diamond? (laughs) Why did you give this to us? Hard day working in the Adderall mines. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Uh Uh-huh. So that's our movie, Uh, and that's our rating. Yeah, our... Yeah, so we're thinking a four for no Romo? Yeah, yeah, I think four for no Romo, and then that was three for no hetero and two for no homo. So we're sitting at a nine, a nine. total? Yeah, solid solid ranking. That's right. Our ranking system is flawless. It's fucking It's flawless. perfect. A nine perfect. is good. A nine is good. Sometimes high is good, sometimes high is bad. This is a good nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, f- I feel like when we when we hit a nine, it's like that could mean a bunch of things. It could I be love this like... ranking system because no matter what rank we give things, it is not any way of indicating how good the. <laughs> thing we watch yeah. yeah, I think our other... there's no indication. I think a nine is a perfect <laughs> store, score simply because anytime a media is good enough that we like actually have things to talk about other than whether or not it's queer baiting, it gets a nine. Yeah. <laughs> that was our score for the People are um, going to learn. Black Axe too. <laughs> uh-huh. Didn't we put it's the perfect nine on something system. that we hated though? Did we? Naruto. Oh. Naruto got Oh, nine. never mind. No, Naruto is good. <laughs> I know we complained for 2 hours about how bad Naruto is, but it's good. But it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> that scene where Rock Lee drops his weights, incredible. Goddamn. Yeah. Mhm. It's great stuff. <laughs> it's, it's good. All right. So. All right, Devin. What are we doing next time? I'm going to be very honest. I was milling about like three different things, and all of them have a hefty buy-in of me having to watch long series and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. figure out which episodes. You know, like Madoka Magica, long series, uh, 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 fucking Supernatural long series. <laughs> I'm going to go with a shorter one. I will have to pick out the episodes I want to talk about. Um, so I'll get that mm-hmm. to you guys uh, hopefully tonight. I'm going to talk about Gengetsuo, which is the anime version of the Count of Monte Cristo. And this is going to be like okay. a little bit of a triangle. This is going to be the uh, queerbait relationship between the Count, between Albert, and Albert's friend... It's just kind of a weird triangle going on in that mo- in that show. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to describe mm-hmm. it other than Albert has a childhood best friend who obviously wants to date him, and Albert uh, meets a cool a space vampire who he has gay feelings for, and doesn't know what to do with those feelings. So you know, let's go. Gengetsu was a wild show. 
So Hell I think yeah. we, we, we're going to watch that. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm excited to revisit this one. I, this one's weird. <laughs> it's a weird show. It's a weird visual show. I don't know if you've ever looked at a poster of Gangetsuo. It looks like that in the show, though. It is weird to look at. I don't know what they were thinking when they made it. Other than what if the Count of Monte Cristo was A, a vampire, and B, from the moon, and C, uh, a space pirate. Uh-huh. We love that. Just this book series isn't crazy enough. Uh, that beloved book series, The Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, that beloved uh, endless book. <laughs> Anyways, is that is that it for us this week? Yeah, probably. I, I think that's it. Other than our plugs. All right. Well, you can find the podcast at WeRateQueerBait at Twitter.com. You can find me on Twitter at GroovingGasly. And you can find me on other works such as The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Our latest episode that will probably be out uh, soon is about uh, the Hanging Out Sonic comic, as long as other works by uh, the Hydroxian uh uh, Omega goes to buy printer ink, which is a fun one, and uh, all of their OCs. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right. Well, they you... made a rabbit who's a vampire and she rocks. Good. Also, DeCall's yeah. original story was that she was going to be a demon who uh, battles demon hunters, which also rocks. That does. Goddamn. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm kind of wanting to live in the alternate reality where that's the comic. <laughs> Big mood. All right. Well, you can find the show on Tumblr at We Rate Queerbait. Uh, you can also find me on there at Dankus McDonald. And I'm on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. I'm on Fur Affinity with the username Space Robot. You can hit me up for a commission uh, on Discord if you know me there or at spacerobotart at gmail.com. I put an extra at in there. Don't. Don't. Don't, don't add you. At me. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that one, you know. I was trying to leave it implied, but nope. <laughs> kind of stumbled uh, right into that one, huh? <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> uh, I'm also on a podcast called Digimon Ghost Gaze, where we're talking about the anime of Digimon Ghost Game. Uh, so apparently there's some new news that we might be heading into, uh, the end game of the series, so what? that's very exciting. We've probably got, like, a core left, you what? know, since we're in early October now. The series is almost a year old, so... We're gonna I've see only what seen ha- my boy three happens. times! <laughs> I, we're, yeah, well, I hope, I, I would hope that we're gonna see him more. Maybe I, a lot more, Who I knows? hope more! We've seen three Gulu Scamamon appearances, and every single time he's shown up, killed a guy, and then said something sicko and disappeared. I know. What could his fucking deal be? We're, we're gonna find out. Uh, could you imagine a full episode of him just doing nothing but sicko shit? God. Let Gulu Scamamon do a heist. <laughs> he can also be in our Monsters Universe heist. Yeah, oh, yeah, hell yeah, put him in. What if he's not part of the heist? What if he's, like, the evil casino owner? 
Ooh. Like inexplicably for some reason. Oh, like they're doing like <laughs> it's it's like supernatural monsters doing a heist against a Digimon. <laughs> against Gulus Gammamon. Mm. They're gonna take back the color he keeps stealing. <laughs> Let's go. He's like, I have a vault of all this color I stole from Digimon I like to eat, and they're like, We're gonna steal it back from him. Damn. What if what if we made this a fan fiction? We could make it happen. We could make it happen. We do have the technology. We have the technology. We have the power. Yeah, we all have a keyboard and Google Docs. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Shared fan fiction. <laughs> what was, um, is it, is it Hearthstone? Is it Hearthstone that made an entire, like, YA book and, while doing a podcast? Uh, uh, heart spell. Heart spell. Heart spell. That was it. Why don't we just make an entire fan fiction while doing a podcast? <laughs> That's our Patreon bonus. As we live, right? Uh, yeah. That's what heart spell did. <laughs> and it's good. What? 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 What other reason is there to make a podcast if not to generate fan fiction ideas? It's to generate amazing fan fiction ideas that everyone will love. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this as a fact mm-hmm. and also a threat. That's right. You will love our ideas. <laughs> you will love them. You do not get a choice. <laughs> okay, so I want to get started on this fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. Does that mean we should... What if? You know. You, okay. Hmm. okay, okay. It would be crazy if, you know, we stopped the podcast to write this fan oh, fiction. Oh, like right here? Like right here <laughs> oh, so we can go oh, write this fan oh, fiction? Oh, like ending the podcast? Or what if what if I... Oh my god. Okay, okay. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. What if I um brought up a Google Doc right now? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then uh, we uh, use that uh, to um, write the podcast. What if we did that? Unless... Bye, everyone.